Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Kimpachi Trevanti, Trevanti Quinwala is back. Just for a little bit. It's a beautiful, cool Friday night on today, to be specific. I just wanted to shoot the shit with you for a minute. You know what I mean? It's been a little while. <laughs> I had just uh, finished a, to be very specific with you, a grapefruit. And that grapefruit was tremendous. Fucking tremendous. It was fantastic. I love grapefruit. It's got a lot of fat-burning properties. Although I have relatively, and this isn't to gloat, Zero fat to burn. I can't really afford to lose fat. But I drink it anyway. Okay, I don't drink it. I eat it anyway because it makes me happy. The grapefruit is one of the only things. Uh, <laughs> I, so I like to doctor things up. I get it from my mama. I get it from my mama. Doctor things up like you know I have a can of uh, Van Camp's pork and beans, but I can't just empty a 3.5 servings of beanage into a bowl and just eat it. Now of course that's definitely how Walter Matthau's character in Dennis the Menace did it. No, 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 no. Christopher Lloyd's character. Do y'all remember that movie? Dennis the Menace. The movie. The live action movie. I don't remember anyone in it except for Walter Matthau. I was I was a big f- a fan of uh, Walter Matthau. Grumpy old men and grumpy old men. And if there was a grumpiest old man, I probably watched that shit too. A fan of the trilogy, if there was one. He and Jack Lennon. It was also great uh, Tuesdays with Maury. What a tangent. Back to grapefruits. <laughs> Most, uh, back to the doctoring of foods. Uh, you know, like in the uh, pork and beans. <laughs> uh, I got to put one, there is no pork in pork and beans. But I'm a brand loyalist and I think that the marketing department for fan camps realize that shit because I've spent my whole life looking at a can that specifically says pork and beans not pork and beans not pork and beans pork in beans pork and beans country as fuck sir Bush's baked beans does not compete now should they be a sponsor of this podcast then perhaps I have some better things to say then again, that would be a weird sponsorship. There's a pork and bean sponsorship. Like, really? Yeah, yeah, I would just be pooting all over the place all of the time. I wonder if that would be worth it or not. I mean, I may have fucky money at that point. <laughs> like, yes, bitch, I pooed it. Deal with it. I have millions. Probably not millions. Maybe some decent ad revenue. Back to the grapefruit so what you put in the pork and beans what I put in it is uh, butter like challenge butter challenge butter is a locally sourced dairy product from the fine state 
the fine weird state, which is the size of a whole bunch of different states all stitched together of California. From uh, farms, you know, where they put the cows, where the cows be. Super uncomfortable and shit. Yeah, so on the farms of California, which is most of California, believe it or not. If you haven't driven the great country of California, do it. Because it takes hours. And what you will come to find is that ain't shit here between San Francisco or Petaluma. My bay people know what that fucking is. A lush Glasgow Scottish looking green. It might not be green right now. They just had a crazy ass uh, heat wave. It's been 77 fucking degrees for quite some time over there. It's been Miami down here all summer too. I don't know what the fuck that deal is, bro. I've had a tank top. It's been tank top season. I've had nothing but tank tops. I got a tank top tattoo now across my whole torso because I can turn 19 shades darker than I am. And uh, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's fantastic until you look like a fucking candy cane. Back to the ingredients that go into the pork and beans. So you put, you know, the challenge butter in there and then some uh, some sugar because I'm a mosquito. And that attracts me to the food. So, you know, just a little bit of sugar in there and then, you know, some Old Bay seasoning. If you haven't had Old Bay seasoning, get your shit together. What are you doing? Come on, man. Chesapeake Bay seasoning is a substitute for that, but there is no, come on, let's face it, there's no substitute for Old Bay. You can put that shit on every motherfucking thing. I'm talking about popcorn if you was feeling froggy. Late then. I'm talking about catfish. Definitely, it was born to be put on catfish. I'm talking about crab legs. That sounded weird coming out. Crab legs. I'm talking about anything. You know, on the uh, package, it says... uh, It says... Also great on salads. I immediately disagreed. Definitely probably not great on salads. I don't recommend that. Don't do what the labels... Like, don't... Almost don't read the back of any box of any... Especially on, like, a Jiffy box. I'm like, come on, you're cornbread people. I need not any recipes of and concerning... Uh, You know, unless it's, like, jalapeno... Jalapeno, sorry Mexicans, jalapeno, cornbread, from scratch, ironically though, you read that on the box, no, just take my mom's recipe, it's fantastic, oh my gosh, it's so delicious, anyways, I super duper digress, my gosh, back to, okay, so butter, and then you got the sugar, a little bit of that, brown sugar, way doper than granulated white sugar, as is usually the case when it comes to things, matters of, uh, you know, you know what I'm saying. Um, then you want to put a little bit of Hidden Valley motherfucking ranch. Yes, I. Yes, you heard me right. 
a little bit of ranch powder, which, like Old Bay, can be put on every motherfucking thing. Now, those guys and gals knew fucking better. They're like, I ain't about to tell these motherfuckers to put me on salad. That would be a great mistake. Wait, wait a minute. It specifically goes on salad. Because by design, the powder is meant to be mixed with water, agua, and then stirred until it turns into what? Ranch dressing. Duh, auntie. <laughs> Anyways, it's delicious on everything. Um, I use it mostly in powder form. I do not snort it. I ingest it. And it's fantastic. But I've been on a minced, a minced garlic kick. Minced garlic. The real fucking thing. With olive oil as a base. I highly recommend it. Oh my gosh. Put that shit in everything. It'll make it all better. So I doctored that shit up. But back to grapefruit. Man. What a journey it's been. The path back to grapefruit greatness. Alright. Grapefruit is one of the uh, by itself is kind of is kind yeah it's kind of trash, but put put a seashore full of fucking sugar on that motherfucker man again I am a mosquito only when it comes to certain things because I actually don't really ingest much sugar outside of organic ingredients so if i juice yeah it came from the fucking fructose just the juice from the vegetables and the fruits right that's the sugar i don't do snickers bars you know what i'm saying when uh i'm feeling like a diva i don't motherfucking eat eat a snickers when i want to get away i know i'm mixing up three or four or five or six different motherfucking commercials i'm sure but uh want to get away <laughs> they don't sponsor me either But uh Yeah I need a an, an an ocean floor Full of sugar on top of my motherfucking uh, Grapefruit Alright as a kid I did Now I use less Because now I'm starting to appreciate The actual natural flavor Of grapefruit Combined with and cut with That of uh, A uh a sandcastle full of a, a whole sandbox full of sugar. You know what I'm saying? It's not as much as you think. Shut the fuck up and quit judging me. I like what I like. It makes me happy. And we need just more happy people out here in this world. More people doing what the fuck they want to do. As long as it ain't fucking with nobody else. You feel me? I'm telling you. You know, similar to what this fucking guy is doing. A police officer, uh... <laughs> A police officer pulled over this dude. Uh, clearly, clearly, this is written by someone who wasn't American. But I read this on IGN. Um, Alicia Judge. <laughs> she, she, she's the author or the authoress. Okay, there is no such thing as an authoress. Just an author. Gender neutral. But uh, she said, an American man was cautioned by police this week. Cautioned by police. This tells me. That this didn't happen in America. It couldn't have happened in America. Because they don't necessarily just caution your bitch ass when you're doing bitch ass shit. I say this because I continue 
after stopping on a freeway hard shoulder with eight phones. Eight phones. That's the setup. The punch is this, motherfuckers. Loaded up with Pokemon Go. This American man. Hold on. Context clues. We're going to rewind real quick. I just said probably not in America. But it definitely probably was in America. That's interesting. This was just a friendly Barney Fife kind of Andy Griffith show kind of police police guy, I reckon, because he just got cautioned by police this week after stopping on the freeway hard shoulder with uh, eight phones, each loaded with Pokemon Go. I'm impressed. Good on you, law enforcement. We could use more stories like this. Anyhow. What in the fuck is he doing? What? <laughs> yeah, that's just incredible. But uh, yes, Sergeant Kyle Smith contacted the vehicle on the shoulder yesterday evening. And he, I guess he tweeted this shit. Because everybody, oh, oh, yeah, he did. Um, yeah, this guy had eight phones loaded up with Pokemon Go. Trying to catch them all, I reckon. Give it up, bro. The fuck do you want? If you can afford eight phones running at the same damn time, you can damn sure afford a console. We do consoles around here, man. The fuck you got eight phones on for? Also, a power inverter, I guess. That's besides the point. That's logistical. Eight Pokemon Go's running while he's driving down the highway. What for, sir? What the fuck for, sir? I don't really think it's necessary. Just get a fucking console. Get a PS4. Or an Xbox One. Or a PC. Either of those will suffice. Way more fun than Pokemon Go. How much fun? Remember when Pokemon... I didn't know Pokemon Go was uh, even still a thing that people did. I really didn't. I really didn't think so. I thought that they were like, okay, that phase is over, and enough of us have walked blindly in the rivers and lakes and tributaries, unaware of the perils of things like city buses, metro buses, burling down the street, <laughs> flattening motherfuckers who are just re- just really trying to catch that hard-to-catch uh, Vulpix. Okay, I just used a Pokemon's name that, man, probably... This generation of Pokemon viewers and watchers and enthusiasts have no... They have no idea what a fucking Vulpix is. That's how dated I am when it comes to Pokemon. Because I remember when there was just 350 of those little motherfuckers. But now... I can't even possibly go back to try to figure out... I stopped at the Pokemon Yellow. And I had a level uh, 76 Pikachu. I can't fucking imagine how many more Pokemon there are. And in fact, when they started to increase in the uh, quality of the animations and shit, and they, you know they started just really just trying to make these motherfuckers look super awesome and shit, I disengaged, right? Because they were a few steps away from animals we were familiar with, like a Growlithe was just like a a red panda on fire. You get what I'm saying? Duck duos and duck trio, which they were just uh, wacko moles with. Uh, clown noses so we understood that right 
You're gonna die, clown! They had that kind of nose, right? Something that Happy Gilmore would try to smack with a club. You know, you had a dugong, which was... A seal. With a Norwal unicorn horn on his fucking forehead, right? Right down, which is the... Rest in power, uh, Eastern Black Rhino. But it was that fucking guy. You know, just a big-ass rhino made of rocks. You know what I'm saying? Geo dude was a... Just just rubble. You know what I'm saying? He was just a fucking boulder with biceps. <laughs> it was straightforward is what I'm saying. It was straightforward. These cats, man, they combining computer chips with uh, Pringles cans and, then they, and making it a leaf type. And then this guy's some crazy fucking name, you know, but it reefs fire and so it's a hybrid. It's gone too far, is what I'm saying. I miss Ash, I miss Misty, I miss Brock. My gosh, did I digress once more. But I believe that that's the fun of it all. I really do. So, man, it's been... It's been a trying time, boy. It's, it's been an interesting summer. I'm telling you. I'm like, when can I begin to enjoy my summer the way that everyone else has been enjoying their summer? I've just been building, you know, this whole time, man. Been going to do it. Ain't been in Kung Fu in like two weeks. I had this, uh... Let me tell y'all this. Um, Pay close attention if you sweat profusely like Captain Insano I, yours truly Kimpachi Trevanti Trevanti Quinnweller, I definitely I'm a sweater alright, not that thing with sleeves that, you know, Clark Griswold wears I'm talking about I sweat like if, like if I blink rapidly I think that I could break a sweat I, you know, I definitely sweat doesn't take much I mean, it can be an inconvenience, but I think that my body has a very highly efficient, I'm like an AC unit, I always stay cool because I always sweat over anything, really. Not anxiety, I'm cool, as fuck, well, you know, when it comes to matters of the stresses, you know, I handle that pretty well, but anyways... It means that you're moist all the time. And I know that that's everyone's favorite fucking word. I don't mind the word moist. What the fuck is wrong with y'all? You're so so fucking sensitive. Just a bunch of bitches today. Every fucking thing phases you. I'll be super unfazed. And my my, my homies unfazed as fuck. But y'all always be phased. Everybody's so fucking phased out here today. Just phased. Words phase you. Everything phases you. You virtue signaling motherfuckers. Calm your tits. Calm your tits. Calm the fuck down. Anyhow. What the fuck was I even talking about? It was important, I'm sure. Oh. That's right. Yeah, I can't remember. But I'm gonna, and when I do, it's gonna be great. It's gonna be amazing. Oh, the trying times. Yes, that's right. So, uh, 
yeah, that memory is fleeting. That's the funny thing about memory, man. Because you have to do, and this is what I recommend to to everybody listening. Could be approximately zero people, could be a thousand, who knows. To those who need this, it shall find you via the blue. <laughs> if you forget some shit, it's not that it's not important, but your body, I mean your mind, your mind, does a great job of prioritizing what's important and what isn't. But if you allow your subconscious to do its job, which is to end it. Now, psychologists out there, brain doctors, medical scientists. What the fuck is a medical scientist? I guess that's the thing. I just didn't specify as the endocrinologist, kinesiologist. Anyways, I am not a scientist. I don't know if you guys knew that. But now you do. But, uh, so don't quote me on any of this shit. But I think that your subconscious or just parts of your mind, which it hasn't even been verified that we even have a mind. Anyhow, we won't dip into that right now. But, uh, if you forget some shit, like it's interesting. If you do something just dumbly, grossly unrelated, like, uh, all right, you like, like you're deep into a conversation about nanotechnology, and you're like, oh, yeah, man, there was this point, man. Um, um, Lex Friedman was saying some shit, man, about automation, and like, what the fuck was it? What the fuck was it? What the fuck was it? Fuck, fuck, I can't remember. If you go and you do something like, uh, I'm going to go to Lowe's, you know, the hardware store, and I am going to peruse paint swatches. I think that the lady wants a Wedgwood Blue for the baby's room and uh hmm what else could i get oh caulk definitely need some caulk caulk it's like ch awk but caulk maybe some of that and uh like you have to do something unrelated like you know what i haven't played yugi like Yu-Gi-Oh in a while i think i'm gonna go from lows i'm gonna go over by the uh comics r us I'm making st- I'm making store names up because I don't know of a comic book store, but uh, I think I'm gonna get some Yu-Gi-Oh cards <laughs> and play Yu-Gi-Oh with uh, my little cousin uh, Fled Nanders. I'm just making names up now, <laughs> and uh, then all of a sudden you're like, oh shit, that's right. I remember what the fuck I was gonna say, and then the motherfucker you were supposed to say that shit to is nowhere near you. Write the shit down. But what I'm saying is that you got to do something totally unrelated, which frees up. If you actively try to seek and recall that information, you're not allowing the true parts of your brain to to do the indexing required. Because it's in there. It is. But you're getting in the way of a natural process. Something happens organically, which is why it's like, yeah, man, I was in the shower and like, it came up again. Or I was cutting grass and then I was like, ah, it came up again. I remember. I recalled. Just a little tidbit, a way for you to remember things that you think are important. Some, it's sometimes, the oh, hell, hell, a lot of times, shit ain't important. Uh, really? You might have been talking out of your ass to begin with, so it's like you know we can we, we can drag and drop this thought to the recycle bin, and click empty, right click, and then click empty recycle bin, and. Never recall that shit ever again. Forget you ever thought of it. Forget you ever said it. <laughs> uh, for real. Nah, but man. It's just a bunch of shit at one time, man. Aside from being 100 degrees every fucking day. 
which isn't bad, the worst thing in the world. I mean, I do, I do do the sauna, so I kind of conditioned myself to be an anti-bitch. You, you feel me? You got to be an anti-bitch, man. Anti-bitch. We on that anti-bitch shit. I am, at least. But, uh, again, circling back, I digress like a motherfucker. Have you noticed? Have you noticed? But when you train and you do kung fu and martial arts or whatever, and then you're at the gym and then you're in the hot tub, you know, um, and in the sauna, you're always in moist, moisture-rich environments and sweat and all that shit. Um, get some Defender soap and just take umbrage and, uh, uh, you know, just avoid what I'm fucking saying is avoid ringworm. It is not great, Bob. It's not good at all. And it's highly fucking contagious. I'm fine. I'm fine. You're fine. You're fine. But it's highly fucking contagious. When I found out, this is my first time. That or it was my first time having that shit. And I'm telling you, it is not cozy. It ain't cozy at all, bruh. Whatsoever. And it's a weird feeling when you run hot water over yourself. You're like, I don't know if this is orgasmic or... Because it's like intense plet. It's like intense pleasure pain because you're relieve, you're relieving uh, the itch, the itchiness, but also you're like, I don't know, if this is pain, pleasure. It's both. It sucks. It's confusing. But we we, we on the up and up. But I haven't been able to train. I haven't been able to train. I've been kicking the shit out of my bag, you know, punching and kicking the shit out of the bag at the crib. So I have been training, but. Not with my fam, not with my tribe. That's a major, major part of my whole life balance. Like that's my life. It's my lifestyle. So, so I've just been training and doing my actor shit. You know what I'm saying? Working out this comedy, and I've been building. But man, that that's therapy. For me, me being physical, like, yeah, I'm a physical, I am a physical fucking being. I really am. You can ask anybody. You don't know anybody that I know, but, motherfucker, you can ask anybody how physical I am. Like, it's just a part of who I am, truly. So when I can, and when I'm like, no, I want to, you know, I don't want to be a human pathogen bomb. I don't want to engage in biological germ warfare. What kind of tyrant would I be what kind of gorilla would I be if I went out and just right of course it takes direct contact but that's what the fuck kung fu and martial arts is well at at my school we put motherfucking hands feet everything on each other like we give each other the business you feel me and I was like man it just would not be great if I pulled up right now let me get through this shit so that's what I've been doing man that's what I did so, Sifu, fam, Kung Fu fam, Hidden Leaf, I miss y'all. But you'll see me real soon. And I hope that everybody else out there is doing great. Is doing wonderful. And whatever their pursuits are. And I'm telling you, 
I've been hard on myself. But sometimes when things just, things are going to go right, right? So like, like when life is just good, and it is still, right? I'm alive. I've got my health and shit like that. But sometimes, boy, life will turn the heat up on your ass. You're like, all right, I ain't getting the fuck out the kitchen. I'm going to tell you that. If you can just get to that point, if you can get there, you're, you're going to be okay. And I think that that's what people really need to remember. You're probably going to be okay. You're not in a, you know, (laughs) you're not outside of a great white shark enclosure. You know what I'm saying? Snorkeling, wherever the fuck you are, just in true danger. Just submerged, just with nature. And realizing all of a sudden, ah, fuck, I forgot. Jabberjaw doesn't exist but this motherfucker does and they don't give a shit about me i am food it's true i am food that's why it's looking through me because i am not to it what i am to me and to others this is where i am on the food chain like that's real danger but as far as this life shit yeah it gets tough sometimes but but you gotta kind of think about it what this is how I kind of see it. When it gets tough for this little thing or that little thing, people tend to panic because they're so close to it that they feel overwhelmed by it because they're enveloped by it, by the problem, what they perceive to be a problem. But all things are to scale. So if you quit being a bitch and just pinch to zoom that motherfucker like just zoom you know like you're doing your phone screen pinch to zoom just zoom out we're just zoomed in too far zoom out and you'll really see this motherfucker for what it is and you'll see that it really ain't that big a fucking deal it's it's not if it's not a health crisis or health crisis it's not a big fucking deal I'm telling you Time and time again, I I just think about my life, how far I've come, how far I've yet to go. That's me being a harsh critic of myself. A harsh critic of myself, I should say. But I think about like where I've come from, and I think about those times that were harder than these times. And I'm like, I'm here. I'm here. I made it to here, to this place. When there were times when I was zoomed in way too close to it, to where I couldn't truly see it. And then that I couldn't see the solutions. I'm telling you, look, have you played StarCraft? So StarCraft is a, uh, it was a PC game, is a PC game uh, that my brother JC and I would play all the time in college, undergrad, University of Louisville, go-karts, L1C4, infrared bird gang. Back in Kentucky, we play that shit. And on the world map, you could only see a certain amount. You only you only had a small amount of light. That's how the game started. But as you continue to walk, as you continue to move, my interpretation of that was just walking, just walking in faith, just walking, knowing. That there's a chance that you can die, but that 
is slim compared to the chance that you can just discover. So, in order to discover, you got to move. In order to gain ground, you've got to walk. You've got to move. That's the only way that you can get closer to whatever it is that you're searching for, looking for, aspiring to. Also, get aspired the fuck out the way. Either you're doing it or you ain't. Right? Why not remove those obstacles instead of imposing them upon yourself? You're not trying to. You're not aspiring to. No, you're just doing it or you're not. But back to the analogy. The more you travel across this land, this world map, in StarCraft, the more you understood the land and the Protoss, the Zergling strongholds, the Terran outposts. Once you got that real estate, it's yours. And I think Coach of mine, Shelly Mitchell, taught me that too. Once you get that real estate, it's yours. Can't nobody else take that shit away from you. It's yours. So, next thing you know, you started from just a small ember, just a small light that illuminated just a small part of this map. And you thought that that's what the world was. It's not fucking true. That ain't true at all. Keep walking. Keep moving, motherfucker. Keep fucking going. Keep living. Keep trucking. Keep plowing on through. Keep it pushing. And that light will grow. And it will do what? Illuminate. It will illuminate greater swaths of the map. You will get a greater understanding of the terrain. And you will know better how to navigate based on past experiences, struggles, triumphs. But of course you learn more from the hard times. You learn more from the failures. You've got to do that. You've got to fail to succeed. You know? The most successful had the most spectacular failures. But in that they have in them the ability to distill from that what is truly essential. The lessons they needed to gleam. 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 <laughs> gleam. Gleam. To level up they got you know this life to me is all about refinery refinement and so I mine and I mine and I mine and in looking for gold you get a lot of fucking dirt but you gotta sift that sifting process that's the fucking work I'm telling you one thing that's undeniable in this world is that man work is rewarded smart work Level up the intelligence of your approach and of your work. And that work can go from from hard to smart. You know, it's all about efficiency. You know, my my uh, my Kung Fu teaches me that as well. And that, and that man, it ain't nothing but hard work, but it sort of translates into so many uh, other different avenues is so universally applicable in that, oh, okay, that was a struggle. Why? Because I met resistance with resistance. Now, if I employ finesse instead, 
I can get right up through this bitch ass obstacle with relative ease and limited sweat. You feel me? So keep that in mind and know that you're probably on the precipice of a breakthrough of some sort when life turns the heat up because to me in my life at least let me just speak for myself whenever something great was on the way or in route or it was on a collision course with me because i'm moving i'm a fucking shark i keep swimming but in my life all of the fucking time whenever it gets tough i knew that i had to push even harder and just double down because right on the just right beyond Whatever fear there might have been beyond that bitch ass goal line, you so you know how like on a uh, a goal line defense they stack, so like you know they put the uh, the middle linebacker straight up over the nose tackle and then they get the the nose tackle to get real low, so they can cause uh, you know like a pile up in the middle, so that uh, the middle linebacker can go right over the top. And smack the fucking uh, the running back because they're probably gonna try to get up the middle, or the quarterback because they're probably gonna run like run a sneak to get over the goal line. Well, just realize how close you might be to what it is that you've been working for. You've been marching down the field this whole motherfucking time. This whole time you've been marching down the field, only to think that you're on your own goal line. No, you're way closer to what you've been working towards than you think. That's a mind fuck. It's a mentality thing. No, 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 my friend. You're on their goal line. But guess what? It's hardest to score in the red zone. So guess what? You've got to focus even more on your craft, even more. On how simple this could be should you employ proper technique and be calm and be steadfast in your convictions, your belief system. You will be tested time and time again. And like my daddy told me the other day, Vonti, keep passing those motherfucking tests. And as you get older, they'll get easier and easier. There, There will be new challenges, but... You're more in the mode and you're a man or a woman of experience to where you have a Batman utility belt of solutions to these problems now because you've gone through some shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, like the most successful people, like, they tend to be or have been at some point the greatest of sufferers, you know? And I kind of self-imposed suffering on myself, you know, just to, you know, remind myself of what it feels like uh, to truly be tested and just rise to the occasion. I get high off of that shit. I really do. Because victory is so much sweeter. It's so much fucking sweeter. Those W's are so, sh- so much sharper when you've gone through some fucking things. You've got to earn this shit. You gotta earn it. Nobody wants to, and that's a part of the human condition. Nobody just wants to be handed. They think that they do, but it's nowhere near as appreciated and meaningful had they 
remembered when they had nothing but had a notion and a will and then they made a way to that something you feel me but I'm gonna just leave y'all with that for now I'm on Twitch Kenpachi Travanti K-E-N-P-A-C-H-I T-R-A V as in Victor A-N-T-I so subscribe and follow there and I'm on Instagram ladies and gentlemen same name Kenpachi Travanti K-E-N-P-A-C-H-I T-R-A-V-A-N-T-I and I'm excited about the next podcast episode. This was episode seven. Episode eight is going to be fun as fuck. I don't know who the guest is going to be, but it will be dynamic. It's going to be dynamic. And we can only hope that it'll be as random as this one was. <laughs> oh, much love, y'all. Much love. This is another episode of Shooting the Shit. Holla at me on Instagram via DMs. I'm never on fucking Twitter, but you can try. I don't have notifications set up or anything. Just hit me up on Instagram. Dow Travanti is out of here. Have a wonderful night. Share this podcast with your people. Please. Thank you. That is the way. Stay tuned. Peace.